The man who discovered the blood moons is here with us. This is not good. This is one bucket wow. of pancakes. The man of the toupee. He's on the front page of New York There's no respect for white European males anymore. Started. <laughs> hey everyone, this is the Spin Doctrines Podcast, the podcast about propaganda and the people who peddle it. Ah, I didn't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> is it? It wasn't enough pedal to the metal. No, I. It sputtered at the end, but we're keeping it in so people can know we're human. <laughs> so. <laughs> This is good. This is the Spin Doctors Podcast, <laughs> and uh, yeah, today we're doing something a little different, because um, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I didn't like the way my mindset was during that Steven Crowder episode. I was like, <laughs> I think no, I like, angry. yeah, I think it got to the point where we were just like, angry, and I, and listening back to it, um, we were like really mean to Steven. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh i don't know i don't want to bully him because he's a bull like i just i would rather just be like this guy's an idiot but we were like i hope you die like a lot so i think uh <laughs> yeah i think it was time to kind of switch things up so tone it down a bit yeah just take a break from these current day guys i Rifters. read about read about nazis all week and Made me less angry than Steven Crowder somehow. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, today we're talking about uh, the Jonathan Bergenheimer Society, right? Yeah, we're talking about, <laughs> <laughs> you got it, uh, we're talking about the John Birch Society. Hell yeah. Johnny, you better birch, know. bitch. I didn't really know anything about them. I just, I recognized their name when they came up, because uh, we were doing research on the Koch brothers. Yeah. And their name came up. So I was like, I recognize that, but I know nothing about them. So I know about them because Alex Jones is really into them. And like all the time says that his dad would like read John Birch literature to him as like bedtime stories. And he was like nine years old, (laughs) (laughs) which is like child abuse and like super fucked up. Uh, But yeah, that's how I know about it. Cause he's always like, I'm a big Bircher. I'm a Birchy boy. And then he sides with yeah. fascists. Yeah, this this like wing, I guess if you could call it a wing of like the right, is essentially. I've heard them referred to as like paleo conservatives. Yeah, was that like a, a lot di- of a bunch of dinosaur conservatives? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Ron Paul was that guy. <laughs> like, you know, and he ran for president in like when two thousand or. Fun yeah. fact about uh, Ron Paul, he or is later. 
Sean Paul's dad, the <laughs> <laughs> reggae guy. He's his dad. No, that's Ronaldo Paulino, man. Oh, the Brazilian folk singer. <laughs> I feel like Tucker Carlson is definitely a bircher. Right. Tucker Carlson describes himself as a paleo. I've heard. I've heard seen Tucker described as a paleo conservative. Yeah. Yeah, they they come off as like very libertarian on some some things, and then but they're. I don't know. I feel like they're a little more. Uh, they're like the libertarian QAnon. They're like the one that like. <laughs> they're the ones that like libertarians are like these people are, like nuts. Uh, I actually yeah. have this quote from uh, Ayn Rand about them, from uh, an oh. interview with Playboy magazine. I don't know. Ayn <laughs> Rand was showing off her pubes. It's like, oh, John Burton's society. Look at this crazy amount of pubes I've got down here. Can you imagine being like a 16 year old kid in like 1964 and then like, you have to jerk off the Playboy and it's just like an interview with like a fountainhead lady and you're just like, oh, oh dude, we have conservative values now. Oh. <laughs> anyway, this is what uh, Ayn Rand said in her Playboy interview. About uh, the John Birch Society. She said, I consider the Birch Society futile because they are not for capitalism but merely against communism. I gather that they believe that the disastrous state of today's world is caused by a communist conspiracy. This is childishly naive and superficial. No country can be destroyed by a mere conspiracy. It can only be destroyed by ideas. So, pretty much she's just like, they're crazy and... She's terrible, but that's pretty astute for what Well, this... she's terrible, but she's also, like, a, not a dumb, terrible person. She's like, we'll do a yeah. whole episode on her, because she's something. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, say what you will about Ayn Rand, like, it, on the in right circles, like, she's widely, like, respected. Yeah. Uh, another person I saw that was apparently critical of the John Birch Society was also uh, William F. Buckley. Oh, yeah. Um, and the quote that I saw from him was essentially that they were peddling in, like, conspiratorial stuff about, like, foreign policy. And, and Buckley's, like, a traditional conservative, like an old... Yeah. Like, he's, like, a classic conservative guy. He's, like, the dude who... Like, he was the guy they put on TV and stuff because he was so, like, able to just be normal about his conservativeness as much as that's possible. Yeah, and he came off, like, more clever than most conservatives. Well, he had those too. debates with uh, Vidal and was right. kind of a celebrity. Yeah, he was, like, a, I don't know, what he's, Steven Crowder is for the right now. Or, he's, like, a good, good oh, I was going to say, he's, like, a good Seb, Seb Gorka. <laughs> yeah because Gorka is like I'm super conservative but also like is furious that about QAnon <laughs> he's yeah, just like yeah. why are you yeah so I'd say that's how old Bucky boy is it's kind of like how there's also sort of that energy from like never Trumper type of yeah. things yeah yeah oh I can go into a little bit here uh so they were they were founded. Uh, the John Birch Society was founded in 1958 by this guy named Robert Welch Jr. Oh. And, can, can he, um, so how do you make his money? 
He's a. <laughs> I wanted to do that. Uh, like there will be. He's a candy man. Type. <laughs> I'm a candy man. Yeah, My father was a, a candy man. His father he, before him was a candy man. And his father before a, him was a candy man. He was a candy, and he started a company called the Oxford Candy Company, but it went belly up. Mm-hmm. So then he ended up working for his brother. And guess what his brother did? They made candy. Yeah, he made candy. <laughs> They made uh, candies like Junior Mints and Sugar Babies and Sugar Daddies. <laughs> <laughs> so all the gross movie theater candy. Yep. Like, let's uh, make the candy no one buys and they're going to see Shrek 5 or fucking whatever. <laughs> so that's how he made his money. Uh, the company, uh, that's not important, but he retired in 1956 and he was pretty rich and then by 1958 is when he founded the john birch society so he's just he's just waiting like to give up making candy so he could get those real passion <laughs> spreading conspiracy my favorite just thing imagine about... my... i'm sorry imagine just like a weird willy wonka guy at like his candy factory but he's just like screaming about like commies or shy comms or whatever <laughs> weird shit he's just He's just like this weird InfoWars guy who owns a candy shop. Just busting Oompa Loompa unions and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sending in like weird mob guys to break Oompa Loompa's knees. (laughs) You guys need uh, need health insurance now? Eh, Forget about it. We're the candy man. (laughs) So, uh... The society was named for this uh, American Baptist missionary named John Birch, nice. who was who was killed in the forties by the People's Liberation Army in China. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, oh, he, let me guess, he was over there like doing his weird like believe in Jesus thing, and then they pretty him. much the only thing I could yeah. find was that he was part of a. The Japanese forces that were there at the end of World War II were basically ordered to stay there until he could be surrendered to, uh, back to the Chinese people or mm-hmm. government. And so, but the People's Liberation Army were basically tasked with, they wanted the fucking Japanese gone. And they saw the Americans as collaborators with the Japanese. So they came to this guy, John Birch, and he was like, I'm not going to give you my gun, and then they shot him to death. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how all these fucking losers want to die. It's <laughs> just being like, I won't give you this thing, and then just being brutally murdered. So, so that dude's, like, brains being blown out is the primordial, like, ooze for paleo-conservative <laughs> shitty politics. It's, it's awesome. It's perfect. Perfect origin story, honestly. <laughs> it's just being an asshole and then they murder you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, how dare the collectivists? Or whatever. <laughs> John Welch considered him, or not John Welch, Robert Welch considered him the first casualty of, of the Cold War, and that's why he named the organization after him. Wait, what year did but he the, get, when did he get shot? 1945. And so, when did the Cold War happen? I mean, I would say post World War II to to the eighties, okay. pretty much. It was just one of those like, uh, what the fuck are they doing over there? 
<laughs> they're like, what are y'all doing over there? And, and then yeah. John Burke's like, you're not going to get my gun, that's for sure. <laughs> and they shot him. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was a biography written by uh, somebody who served with Birch, and basically he said, yeah, John Birch had dick all to do with that organization and would probably not like his name to be associated with that. So they <laughs> yeah. Even the guy they named it after probably didn't like him. Damn, it's like Reagan with Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so like, stop saying our name. <laughs> Your weird Cthulhu neck president. Stop associating us, Ronald Reagan, with this evil. <laughs> so, I was looking for some stuff that he said uh, prior to founding the John Birch Society. It was in 1956, he, six, he wrote a letter to the South called... Just the South? <laughs> yeah. No, he wrote a, it was a document. It was a letter called To the South on Segregation. Ooh, okay. Dear the South. Yeah. It's not good. I mean, good. I don't know. I love segregation. Ah, uh, you, you guessed his stance. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. Yeah. Uh, in it, he wrote, uh, the easygoing colored man of the South will be easily misled by agitators, that the phrase civil rights is a communist slogan, and that the push for racial integration embarrasses good black people. Wait, so... Like Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's like, civil rights are a communist thing. Like, black people should be happy and just like... Keep yeah. slaves. Yeah, I would wager to guess that it's worse than that based on this essay I, I read uh, by Ooh. by him. What's his name, Robert? Um, Robert Kraft, owner well, <laughs> of the New England Patriots. It, it, like, all of that weird, like, Illuminati shit, like, gets peddled pretty early. I, yeah. Unless I'm mistaken. Um, oh, no. <laughs> You're right on yeah. that. I read yeah, a thing yeah. that I read a thing that was saying like that's what separated this from like Nazism. Really, is that Nazism realized that the weird occult shit was like too insane <laughs> early on. They still had like weird occult shit, but they realized kind of early on that like we probably should like time. we yeah we probably shouldn't make that the meat of our bit. Is this weird occult shit? And it seems like the. This guy was like, the Illuminati exists, and... Yeah. Yeah. So he did not take the... Yeah, so when you say that, you know, Alex Jones is, like, a legacy case of this, like, that's pretty... That's what right. it is, like... Yeah. Yeah. So his... Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Oh, they, they did worse. Like, they also claimed that, like, you guys know the famous pictures of civil rights people being, like, Attacked by dogs by the German shepherds in those pictures. Right. Right. And the John Birch Society claimed that those were, were doctored photos and that these people cut themselves with razors to make it look like they had been chewed by like dogs. wrestlers? That's what, like, pro wrestlers do. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, like, literally what, like, pro wrestlers... That's fucking insane that this guy's, like... Yeah, Civil Rights was, like, WWE Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm man. a candy and civil rights is fake, like WCW. Yeah. 
I would wager to guess too that he like sees like he saw all the black people that were fighting for civil rights as like unknowingly like unknowingly like patsies for the insiders or the Illuminati or whatever the fuck he called them. Yeah. And and basically just take that and, and uh and then also like say like, you know, the communists are involved. They're always involved. Uh this for seems this guy. to be the kind of main takeaway yeah. from I read like a bunch of critiques of them and that seems to be the critique. Is that they yeah. lack any real kind of conviction except <laughs> for like communism is it's Bad. very like it's very like simplistic like too because it, they'll be like it's like society is like a war of like individualists versus collectivists and like the individualists are always right for whatever reason um which should feel suspicious as far as the theory is mm-hmm. concerned uh i think with as far as the what you're saying is like well the it was founded in 1958 by this guy who's rich. The 11 guys that he uh, invited out to his timeshare to like <laughs> joke around <laughs> and like, form this society were all extremely rich. It's like you know, that. You know what's like, super funny comments. about that is like a lot of these conspiracies like are like based on a group of like rich white people meeting and creating like a secret society, and it's literally what. John Birch Society yeah. did. Yeah. It's so crazy that they're like these are these are the evil things that are happening. That these powerful wealthy men are meeting and creating these like shadow entities, and it's like, yeah, dude, that's literally how your stupid fucking thing started. I don't I don't know why you don't get this. Yeah, <laughs> too much like too these... much um, junior men's. <laughs> I feel like these groups. Uh, like the John Birch Society served two purposes for the people who founded it. It was a way to try and protect their wealth and promote an ideology that keeps them in power, and also to a way for them to justify to themselves all the suffering that's going on in the world. A way for them to justify, like, oh no, it's okay that I'm super rich because if I, I'm I'm like one of the only people standing between everybody else and like this horrible tide of communism that's going to come and enslave them. Yeah, it's it's also it's also weird because like I think like another aspect to this, at least early on, it seems, is that um, this was probably the only way that this guy was going to get like published in like a magazine or like, you know, a risk like he had to create his own like media, basically platform. And so this is like the old school version of like, you know, what you know, a Ben Shapiro or a Tucker, uh, not a Tucker Carlson, but like a Steven Crowder, like those types, like that's uh, what they're... Nick DiPaolo releasing his uh, original comedy <laughs> hour on YouTube. So, as like I said, there were... Uh, Welch invited these group of guys out to uh, a retreat for two days and where he gave a speech... That speech was transcribed and eventually became called the Blue Book of the John Birch Society. And I read a lot of that. Um, Not good. (laughs) How does your brain feel? (laughs) 
Um, basically, if I had like surmise it, if there's like a synopsis on the back, it'd just be like, ah, ah, communists. Communists. <laughs> 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 it's the most like panicked, like paranoid, delusional bullshit. Like Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, but instead of ghosts, they're just terrified of, like, Che Guevara and shit. <laughs> so, among the, the founding members, too, was uh, Fred Koch. Nice. I'm pretty sure you guys know that. But also, yeah. there was this Papa guy... Coke. There was this guy called... I don't know how to say his name, so I'm just going to say Revilo? Revilo? Revilo Uranopolis? Yeah. His name was Revilo P. Oliver, I think. That's a fake name. I don't know what the fuck... It's not a person's name. They just created, like, a Dickens character and were like, you exist now and you're part of our secret gang. <laughs> Fred Coke, uh, Robert Welsh, and Revilo P. Studebaker, whatever the fuck his name is. And, like, I had to talk about this guy because I got sidetracked with him, but he was. He got kicked out of the group for being too racist. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Who Revilo it's, got kicked out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was a professor at some university, and he got kicked out, and then, uh... University of Racism! <laughs> he did, like, the cool stuff that the JBS I was already doing, like, saying that the civil rights movement was a communist plot and all that. But he also, after he got kicked out, he did a promotional video for this National Youth Alliance, which was the predecessor to a neo-Nazi organization called the National Alliance by... That was founded by this guy named William Pierce. And I don't know if you guys know who William Pierce is, but he's like one of the architects of modern white supremacy. And this, this Oliver guy was like, hey, Pierce, you should write a book. And so Pierce did, and it's called The Turner Diaries, and that's oh. like the Bible of white supremacists. Dude, I know all about that book where it's like, <laughs> isn't that book about like an apocalypse where like, Oh, it's the most... Where, like, yeah, whites it, have genocided? It's be, yeah, it's basically a, a fascist revolution. Hey, can you get that on Amazon? <laughs> you think? Uh, <laughs> probably have to, like, special order direct from Jeff Bezos, otherwise. <laughs> I mean, you, can, you can buy books on Amazon written by, like, these weird, like, esoteric Nazism guys <laughs> about how cool it is to meditate about Hitler. So I'm sure you can get the Turner Diaries on Jeff Bezos' website. <laughs> Maybe even the John Birch Society website. I so, mean. actually, I know about the Turner Diaries because Alex Jones is... That's another thing Alex is, like, super, super obsessed with. Which, uh... It's not good. <laughs> it's yeah, not a good thing to... Not. It's not a good thing to be one of the three books you've read. I've <laughs> <laughs> read the Turner Diaries... Uh, <laughs> Cardinal Dolgebar is autobiography. Talk <laughs> about evil and evil. <laughs> the, the, the Turner Diaries. Those are the only three books I've read. Um, uh, no, go ahead. So no, yeah, he just got he got expelled for being too too anti like too on the nose about his anti-Semitism and racism. I think. So this guy, what's his name? 
Revila? <laughs> <laughs> Revila. So, so Revilo is the reason that this Nazi wrote this book that inspired yep. Alex Jones. And then yep. Alex Jones inspired, like, every other psychopath we cover. So, <laughs> Revilo is kind of like... Why are we not oh, doing a whole episode of Revilo? <laughs> oh, you could buy some of his stuff on Amazon, and it talks all about the, the a Jewish conspiracy of. Oh, that's Holy cool. shit, man! Yeah, yep, yeah. I, so sorry, I, this just reminds me of like I, I saw certain things like published by the John Birch Society, where they're like part of their conspiracy is that uh, communists. Conf- uh, often accuse us of being anti-Semitic, but they're the ones that are anti-Semitic because they like groups and we like people, just individuals <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> oh, God. That's like the yeah. weird, like, all lives matter. And if you don't think that you're a racist thing, it's like, yeah. you're twisting this point and also it's, like, weird and wrong. Yeah. Pretty uh, There was a notable quote by Revilo. Ooh, okay. It what was, is it? Uh, Mama he, mia, he, my name is Revilo. I like a Nazi. <laughs> it was a joke of his. And he once wrote that the Holocaust was a quote, holla hoax. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, what? See, how do, you, how do you say it? Was it like, Holocaust more like holla host? Oh, shooky ducky quack quack. Hamburger. Oh, yeah. He was also Andrew Dice Clay's comedic inspiration. Oh, this guy <laughs> is atrocities no no end. <laughs> so, I think he was like I was saying he was kicked out because he was too on the nose. Because there's a lot of stuff that the John Birch Society about a uh, cabal of international globalist bankers. Okay, so Jews. Which, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Standard fare for Alex Jones, like, 60 years later. <laughs> like. Yeah, that's literally. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. So this, like, looking into this group had me thinking about the fact that, you know, I, I don't know about you guys. I, when I was, you know, younger, I was very like into conspiracy theories and you know a lot of yeah. them are like inherently fun because they're like just so comically like stupid they're but, they're an easy thing to like get into when you're first smoking weed yeah when you're, like exactly. 15 and you're i used to watch like loose Je- the fucking 911 the alex jones doc i used to watch that all the time at my friend's house because his brother had a copy of it. we just get stoned to shit and watch it and they're like an easy thing to do when you're a stupid kid yeah and, like, I mean, thinking about that, like, just has me thinking of, like, how so many, uh, so much of, like, conspiracy theories, like, backdrop in history is, like, all this, like, weird nativist, racist, just shitty, like, white supremacist ideology. But then sure. it, like, gets handed down so much that, like, I don't know, it's weird. Like, I, there's a lot of people that know, like all of this like language, like the Illuminati and, you know, I don't know, trilateral commission or globalists and shit like that. I don't I think it's, I think part of it is that like conspiracy theories are like rooted in like fear of not understanding things. 
right. white supremacy is like inherently bad. It's just because white yeah. supremacy, they're like, we're the best, but also like everyone's plotting to destroy us always. Like it's a thing of, and conspiracy theories are a thing too, where you get that feeling that, I don't know, I imagine white supremacists get, we're feeling like I'm smarter and better than everyone because I know a thing that they don't know. Yeah. But then they're also like terrified because they don't know how to stop that thing that they feel like they quote unquote uncovered. Yeah. Yeah, this, this organization is definitely like that. I, I looked at uh, one of their, like if you were thinking of joining, uh, which I am, uh, I uh, you can look at this JBS agenda thing that they have and there's like 10 different things that that they claim are like part of their projects to stop communism or whatever. Do you want to read them? Um, sure. Let me pull it up. Uh, yeah. So this agenda, uh, came out in January, 2012. Oh, wow. So hasn't been updated in a while. Um, but basically here are the, agendas and i didn't look at each and every one of them uh because i mean right. a lot of this is nonsense it's number one eaten by junior mitts <laughs> <laughs> number... i am now your sugar daddy <laughs> what if it's just that jordan peterson list <laughs> head roll for me and a good boy but they rebranded it to whatever the fuck they're like gone. Remember one of them is like, don't yell at skateboarders. Yeah, pet cats whenever you can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is so benign in comparison to like... I'm sure this is... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's... The first one is recruiting, so that's obvious. Um, the second one is stop the new world order, so like really quick. Stop uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Well, that's, number two. that's number two. Hey, maybe you can get around to it. Maybe it's <laughs> number one, get people on board. Yeah. Uh, number three, the Constitution. So okay. that's it. That's that's make what, love, that's what make love to it once a night. <laughs> Sweet music you can fuck to while reading the Constitution. Uh, uh, number four is support your local police. So, that's... is what I would get about these organizations. Everything's been infiltrated. Everything's been compromised. But the vessel that authority has to impose its will on you is that they're good. (laughs) Yeah, so so there is... Man, like, there's, like, a whole, like, legal history, like, backdrop to this perspective that they have. Um... Some of it, so like the whole local police thing, the reason why they uh, are concerned with that is because they're like, we cannot have nationalized police, which is not a bad position to have. Like, cause so, you know, like these are all those people that, you know, I mean, they're probably gun rights advocates as well, but uh, I mean, let like I think Travis, you shared that video of Ron Paul basically talking about how the, how the UN is going to take everyone's guns yeah. and shit. So yeah, so like that whole perspective is like you know anytime we are like nationalizing local things, like it becomes it's gonna, yeah, it becomes a problem immediately. Um, 
however, you know, like in this moment, like we see that like anyone that's like close to that perspective isn't like concerned yeah. with Portland or they live, you know what's they going live on anywhere off right now. to 1984 and being like, oh, it's so scary. But then when it's happening, they're just like, well, I'm sure those people are doing crimes. Yeah, it it <laughs> it, it gets it. So their drop off point in this ideology is that uh, they believe in personal responsibility, right? So like if you know, a couple hundred people in the streets get arrested. Like they all must have been doing something that was wrong. Even if it's uh, like by like stormtroopers, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like the the onus uh, is always put on you know, like for lack of a better term, like the victim or whatever. It's right. It's when like victim blaming like ideology. When in reality, if you're like super into the Constitution and terrified, everyone's gonna take your guns and turn something into some hack George Orwell novel, then you should for sure be like, oh yeah, well we're gonna like go and shoot at those not that they should, but like you know what I mean? Right. Like if it's they like the if they logic. really stood for what they were saying, then they'd be like, oh cool, well we're not gonna let these like nameless, faceless federal yeah. agents just steal people. We're gonna go fight back. But they're like, not because right. they're pussies who own Deep down, uh, they want a fascistic state. Yeah. They don't want... The Constitution's like a means to an end. Like, it protects them from being persecuted, but if they were in power, they'd absolutely right. persecute everybody the, else. The Constitution stops... They think protects them from, like, not going to prison if they shoot a guy in the head with a harpoon gun in the Bass Pro Shop. They could be like, he just wrote a rom for me. But then, like... Yeah. But if yeah, they were in power, they'd be like, it's it's illegal to have different viewpoints than me. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. Yeah, it, it's it's a weird uh, perspective where, on the one hand, you claim that you are for liberty, but on the other hand, you're against, like, a crowd. Yeah, just because they really disagree weird. with your weird kid rock political views <laughs> I, that's one of the things that they like as a broader discussion that people behind right-wing movements like the Koch brothers the some of these like these rich men that met at welch's timeshare goofed off about <laughs> like, literally any, like pharmaceutical person like what he's writing is not like truthful like he understands they understand a left perspective they're and they are adamantly against it i think a struggle a hard thing to understand for people on the left is the motivations behind like the right wing it's like hard to break into that because there's just so much fucking bullshit that they feed themselves well, it's hard to ascertain like what the fuck their actual agenda is it's also like a weird thing with like a lot of those people that like you know came to us from cuba that are like fidel and shay they're not heroes they're bad they were murdering people which i mean i'm sure happened but also like those people aren't being honest actors because a lot of them fled because they were the ones being kind of that yeah. had power like exploiting people and got right. you know forced <laughs> out of their power it. positions of power and so they come here and they're just like yeah communism fucking sucks because i don't get to have slaves anymore yeah, and that that's uh, 
by the way like what's interesting about that too is that like okay so like that was like the first like real big wave of like cuban immigration into the u.s like younger cubans though are removed from like that weird like anti-communist like like notion so i I don't remember like i i just remember in like progressive circles people were talking about how like bernie could appeal to like those younger right uh, when he said the thing about fidel and all right. the news because, things were like, oh, well, that's it's like, no, it's old Cubans that right. parents were probably shitty. Yeah. No offense to their parents, but that's usually the people that, you yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, so, I, I don't know, like, there's this thing that I, I just remembered from looking at this agenda, uh, there's this like bumper sticker, like action that they do. They, you have to put a bumper sticker on your car that is, it, it, it says support your local police. If you're part and of then, the like, John Birch if, if, Yeah. So this is like specifically a thing that they do. So I, you know, I always wonder, like, you know how like people put like, you know, that I, I, you know, I donate to some police thing or whatever. Yeah. They put those stickers in the back of their vehicles so that, like, the cops won't fuck with them or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, I, I think this is, like, the John Birch Society version of that, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, just be like, we're on your side, like... Beat those people up, not us. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. I, I just find bumper sticker politics, like... Yeah, they're not good. Even the ones that have politics I agree with, I'm like, kick that off your fucking car, dude. <laughs> yeah take a tattoo for your car it's not good yeah so you know actually there's this like weird section too uh so i'll just read this real quick one bumper sticker remember an important point about the way people think when they see a bumper sticker this is like from their agenda so okay yeah one bumper sticker denotes a concerned citizen whose message will uh, make its point. Two of them indicates an activist. Three or more means the owner of the vehicle is an <laughs> extremist whose stickers and their displayer will be shunned, not it, considered worthy. So it's like the weird flare thing in office space where it's like you need to have this many pieces of bumper sticker on your car to show you really care. Right? Is yeah, that what it's yeah. saying? Just like have the more bumper stickers you have, the more... Cops will like you. <laughs> weird fucking thing. So I, I do want to jump back a little bit. Um, one of the things that they did that was uh, uh, they accused President Eisenhower of being a communist, like a lot. <laughs> ah, yes, like, Dwight Howard Eisenhower. So much so, like uh, William F. Buckley, who we were talking about earlier, was like that's when he completely went against the John Birch Society. He's credited as, like, killing the John Birch Society in, like, 1962 because when he came out against it, a lot of people started distancing themselves. We know, like, now in hindsight, that's bullshit because they're still around. Yeah. It's still prevalent. So, but... Berkeley, uh, so Buckley is just, like, mean girl, the John Birch Society out of existence? Yeah. Uh, he... At one point, there was a quote, a uh, biography of Buckley said that he was concerned that the John Birch Society would take the right-wing upsurge in the country and take it in a fascist 
Oh, Correction. wow. That's a thing that's never happened since then. <laughs> Thanks, William. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, so yeah, there was a lot of people basically distancing themselves. But one guy that was cool was Eisenhower's Secretary of Agriculture, this guy named Ezra Taft Benson. He was, super, he was super into the idea of Eisenhower being a communist. Yeah. And he started <laughs> writing letters to uh, uh, Hoover being like, how is it that this guy's so good at faking being a Christian? We all know he's a communist, right, Hoover? <laughs> 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 like, wait, like, so he was like trying to get Hoover to be like, yeah, we. Yeah. And apparently Hoover got so fucking annoyed by it that he ordered his office to like basically ignore, ignore, start lying to this guy. Like, fake <laughs> <make> information. <laughs> so he didn't have to deal with it, which I think says a lot because, like, if Hoover, who like saw communists fucking everywhere, was like, Shut yeah, up. Hoover was. Not the most sane person. It seems like it, take, <laughs> no. it, it seems like this yeah. guy had to be like a like a lot to, to make good old the hoof dog be like, look, just tell him I'm not here. Just <laughs> too, because like all the descriptions were like, this guy would be like, hey, how is it that this super handsome president of ours is actually a communist? <laughs> <laughs> how is that possible? <laughs> He's like so good at being such a handsome Christian man. It's like, oh, all right. It's yeah, weird. I mean, he's like a he's like a general too. I, I mean, at that point, I'm sure a lot of people were like, this. You know, Eisenhower is a hero or whatever from World War Two. So it's just weird that they. But on that front too, on like even World War Two, they. Uh, based on like the thing that the Robert Welch wrote the truth in time he says that world war 2 is essentially all stalin's fault like oh, hitler is stalin's pawn so like he's saying that like russia gate is... yeah it's like a weird <laughs> like unfounded fucking theory oh yeah he made crazy i i had this one that uh, in 1958, at that meeting with those guys, he said this, because this is in the blue book. So he said um, that since August 1945, the communists have averaged taking over 7,000 newly enslaved, sub enslaved subjects every hour. So I was like, how many people is that? So this was in 1958. So that would have been 797,160,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> That point in 1958 was a third of the world's population. <laughs> yep. That sounds right to me. Oh, shucky, ducky, quack, quack. Sorry about that. We're having a little technical difficulties. We'll, we're back to hear Kenny talk about slaves. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good segue. Yep. So... At his uh, 1958 timeshare party with his pals, he uh, Welch said uh, that as of August 1945, the communists averaged taking over 7,000 newly enslaved subjects every hour. Okay. So I did some math. 
because uh, that meeting was in 1958, so the total of communist slaves at that point was 797 million and 160,000, which at that point was a third of the world's <laughs> population was communist slaves. Nice. And, and John Birch Society probably thought that that's not enough slaves. So. Yeah, that's what they're mad about. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need more if you want me to promote your shit, dude. The capitalists do it better. <laughs> We're more efficient. Uh. Uh, so, yeah, he accused pretty much every country on Earth of being communists, including the United States. He, uh, one thing I want to talk about is this lawsuit that they were involved in, because it was kind of nice. a big story in the 70s. So, in 1968, this guy named Richard, uh, this police officer, Richard Nuccio, shot <laughs> and killed this guy named Ronald Nelson. Hey, I'm Richie, I'm Richie Nuccio over here. What are you doing with my gun? Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> what was the name of the person? <laughs> Richie oh, that Nuccio. Guy killed? Yeah. Ronald Nelson. Oh, okay. Sounds as well as Richie Nuccio. <laughs> The, the cop was convicted of second-degree murder, and <laughs> the fa- the family of the of the victim retained the cop, their... The, the cop is Nuccio, right? Yeah, the cop is okay. Nuccio. So the family of the victim, Nelson's family, retained this lawyer named Elman, Elmer Gertz. <laughs> <laughs> I like how, like, in this era where these people were adults, so people that were born, like, in, like, the... 20s and 30s, they'll have stupid-ass names. <laughs> like Elmore. Elmore Gertz sounds like a cartoon, <laughs> like, bloodhound. Sounds like yogurt that came to life. Yeah. <laughs> His little names go. Elmo, Elmo Gogurts. Elmo! Elmo. <laughs> is is Elmo that? short for Elmer? Is it like Elmer, a nickname? Or Elmer Gogurts. <laughs> Elmer Gogurts. <laughs> All right. So what did Elmer Gertz do? <laughs> so he was retained by the family, uh, basically to. The family was uh, doing civil litigation against the officer that killed their family member. Nice. And okay. uh, for some reason, the John Birch Society went fucking ham on this guy. <laughs> And wrote all of these articles saying oh, that Gertz? he was a, or... about Gertz, yeah, the lawyer, claiming that, that he was. You got to protect your local police. Yeah. Um, <laughs> From the Gertz. So yeah, kind of ties in with that. Yeah. So he said that Gertz was part of a communist conspiracy to implement a <laughs> dictatorship on America. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And Gertz, you know, being a lawyer. Uh, sued the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite thing is the John Birch Society's defense. Because what the John Birch Society claimed was that they were allowed to say the bullshit that they said about him because <laughs> he's a public figure. Right. So... In other Which words, he wasn't. He wasn't a public figure. He he's was a just like a fucking. He's like a lawyer who's like in a case. They got covered, but he's not like a politician or like Jay Leno. Yeah. Or Stephen like Crowder. Like Stephen Crowder is a public figure, which is why we can say that Jeffrey Epstein is his dad. You can say that because <laughs> yeah. he's a public figure and he chose 
to do that. He didn't choose to have Jeffrey Epstein as a dad, but he chose to be a YouTube star. So we can say that about it. But Gertz, <laughs> not done anything to anyone. Probably as a normal dad. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, so uh, I just liked that that was their defense because it kind of shows you that they're, they know they're full of shit because they weren't like, but he's a communist. They were like, yeah, but he's like a celebrity, <laughs> so we get the fucking make up shit, right? <laughs> Which is also like a crazy thing to think, too. That's like, yeah, this guy's famous, so we can fucking say all the bullshit we want about him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's basically misapplying, you know, existing, you know, court rulings, most also, likely by that, from the Supreme Court. Like, by that logic, you could, like, accuse any celebrity of, like, being a pedophile, like, the most egregious stuff, and just be like, Dude, Mike Cernovich. <laughs> How funny would it be if Gertz in court was just like, Your Honor... The lawyer for the John Birch Society is a communist, and they're like, no, no, he's not. <laughs> he's like, I think he is. I rest my case. So, and the lower court ruled that uh, Gertz was not a public figure, surprise, right? And that the John Birch Society had to pay him, or basically, he was awarded fifty thousand dollars in damages. Nice. And then the John Birch Society was like, um, appealed that all the way to the point where it got heard by the Supreme Court. <laughs> Holy shit. And the Supreme Court was like, uh, basically, the John Birch Society was saying, you have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that we meant to do you harm when we said what we said. <laughs> <laughs> and their, their reasoning was, if you're a public figure, you're open to scrutiny. So unless you can prove that we like meant to do you harm by saying this, um, we're, we're fine, and the lower court said no, and then the Supreme Court also said, no, he's not he's not even a public figure, so this is... <laughs> well, and like the, that's like a weird thing for them to be like, prove, prove you were trying to do you harm and smear your name. It's like, you can look at how these people talk about communist 100% of the time and then <laughs> be like, yeah, clearly you think that's like a shitty thing to be and you don't want them to exist, so you accusing this guy of being a communist is like not in, you know, not a good fit. Yeah it's, it, yeah, it's not a compliment. Yeah, it's easy to do. What? No, us, the John Butch, we're like pro communists now. <laughs> Just like try, try not to vomit when they say it. <laughs> we have a. Bro. We have a critique on the amount of slaves they have. They need more. <laughs> more than one-third of the world. You think that's a lot, but... You ever seen one-third of a cup full of water? It's not gonna make your tummy feel good. You gotta have a full cup, baby! <laughs> anyway, we're the John Birch Society. <laughs> so, that was in the 70s, and also in the 70s, they started pushing this false claim that this compound called Latril was a cure for cancer. Oh, cool. That sounds like a thing that's, so again, like the, not the Alex Jones supplement game. Yeah, it's yeah. like the weird silver, colloidal silver that is, shit. That he got sued over and can't sell anymore. Because yeah. <laughs> he said it cures COVID. It's liquid <laughs> silver! Put it in your asshole! <laughs> It'll okay. cure your COVIDs! Jim Baker, and his, blue. Jim Baker and his bucket of soggy chicken. 
<laughs> Wait, so what uh, was this medication they were selling? Oh, it was a compound that like scientists at the time were doing research on, and so the John Birch Society was like, that's the cure for cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't, it was basically a placebo, it didn't do shit, but uh, their like membership at this time was supposed to be around like 100,000 or so. But there was like a, there was like Congress people and like senators and shit that were like a part of it. Like you and I. Yeah, after the founder left, wasn't it was like a congressman that it took over as head oh, of the, the society um, or something? Congressman Bernie Sanders was it Bernie? Yeah. Bernard <laughs> <laughs> Sanders is a proud Berkshire. Now here's the thing, Stalin, not enough slaves. Here, I like John Birch Society. It's me, Bernie Sanders. Oh, I'm Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I think people should have more slaves. Uh, no, there was a so there was a congressman who was kind of like the second in command, I guess. Um, yeah. But he died because his plane got shot down. <laughs> yeah, by Soviet Russia, right? Nice. Yeah, so it was like the one guy that was actually killed by a communist in their entire society. <laughs> Can you imagine like how fucking insane that must have like made every member in that fucking group? Can you imagine how excited he was when his plane was going down? He's like, oh, fuck, it's happening! <laughs> I'm a martyr, I'm a martyr! <laughs> Wait, so, okay, so his play got shot down, and then, and then what happened? He died. Died. <laughs> yep, he died, and then uh, Welch died. Oh, he died. a real one. <laughs> and then who died? Well, he died like two years later. Damn. I think he died in 1985, and then the organization kind of fell off for a while. Um... Not a lot has happened. They kind of had a resurgence, though, in, like, 2009. They started coming back. There's yeah. a, There was, like, a list of people, like, Rod Paul uh, did a speech. They were uh, for the John Birch Society's, like, 40th anniversary. Um, John Birch Society also was a sponsor of CPAC. So, like, they're very much... They're back in a big way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, basically, like, a lot of what they wanted, uh, you know, the Cokes were basically su successful in doing as far as, like, dismantling, yeah. you know, protections and, like, any sense of a safety net and all that nice Which was their stuff. main goal was they viewed any form of collectivism as, like, a stepping stone towards communism. Right. Charles Koch tried to distance himself. Like, we'll get into that in the other episode, but... He was like a lifetime member until he, for a while, and then he resigned. And then, is basically, Charles the Coke, the, is the Charles Coke brothers Coke the were like, they were like, this is the gay brother. Oh, um, is that Charles or is that? No, it's Fred. I think no, not Fred Coke. It's the oldest brother that they were like. He's gay. Yeah. Yeah. And they tried to, the but Charles Coke and like the Coke brothers basically Charles Coke. Was the only was like uh, the Burke Society has too much baggage. I think one of the folks ran ran for pr 
president on like or VP yes. or right on the libertarian. Yeah. <laughs> what I read, I, we'll get into this on that episode. But what I read about David Koch is that he's a he's a fucking dumb. He's just a dumb guy. <laughs> They're all stupid except the grandson who makes T-shirts. That it's <laughs> like <guy's> good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's weird like uh when we said that we were going to do this episode i i just opened up their instagram account the john Burr society has an instagram they do there's um, a lot of boob pictures and stuff or there lots of dank memes on the john Burr society <laughs> it's <Instagram>. just <laughs> it's just large print it's really weird um it like th- this one says activate America police under attack. They make so their Instagram is for like those you know those weird like sixty year old dudes who comment on like influencers yes. posts. It's like that bikini, that bikini is nice. Uh, nice popsicle you're eating. It must be hot out there. Ninety seven degrees here in Florida. Anyway, enjoy your popsicle. That's my social security. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they make. So the John Burr Society Instagrams for those people. The weird <laughs> horny guys who are just like, Popsicle stays gone! My grandson is a popsicle! <laughs> yeah, and they, it's weird. They also like have like mandatory vaccines coming. So They just ask questions on their Instagram? <laughs> yeah, so... I, <laughs> I don't know if they know how to use this, but also like all of this signaling that they're doing is all still conspiracy-based. Uh, yeah. This... Other one says the UN feeds on pandemic. I nice. don't know what that means. That is a big fear of theirs. The UN, yeah. The UN, they're afraid that the communists inside the US government are going to turn us over to the UN and we're all going to be communist slaves. Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard that, but a third of the world <laughs> is enslaved right now by communists. Not enough. <laughs> Uh, uh, one other thing is I read an article that was basically equating the Trump presidency saying that he's basically a Bircher president because we covered a few of their conspiracy theories but the John Birch Society just pushed crazy bullshit and that's what Trump does Yeah, and uh, apparently Roger Stone gave an interview where he said that uh Donald Trump's dad was a member of the John Birch Society. Fred Trump? Yep, he gave him a lot of money. Cool. The cool thing about Fred Trump is it looks like he's a wax skull. <laughs> his, <laughs> ears, yeah. his ears like on his neck. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> it looks like a wild Thornberry cartoon. <laughs> Song about him being a slumlord. Fred Fred Trump, one of those like folk singers. Oh was it yeah, Guthrie yeah. or who was it? They wrote like a song where they're like, "Fuck Trump, he's a bad landlord and a racist." <laughs> <laughs> so it makes sense that <laughs> Wild Thornberry's Fred Trump is a verger. <laughs> By the way, I'm looking at their Twitter, and they only have, like, 11, 11K followers. So it's not, like, a huge thing anymore, which is... No. 
good. And their tweets all have like 14 to 9 like likes. Yeah. So it's not like a huge, it's no QAnon. Yeah. Definitely not. It's like, this is the the paleo, you know. Yeah, this is conspiracy theories, but like not fun ones. Yeah, At least QAnon's yeah. like, we're putting, they, they're putting children in fucking armoires and sending them to Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> this one, they're just like, communists are coming to get us. That, uh, was that Wayfair? Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite one, because it's like, <laughs> why the fuck would they name the cabinets after the missing people? <laughs> it's also funny, because that conspiracy started... Because some guy was just on a Wayfair and he found a, like, armoire or, like, a dresser that he thought was too expensive and is like, nah, there's no way. There's, like, a child in there. There's no way that's just furniture because he's like, this is too expensive for what I would personally pay for furniture. There's an abducted child in there. It's the this, only logic. This is certainly a price I would pay if I was abducting children, which I don't do. What? And it was also, like, ten thousand dollars and it's like yeah that's too much for like a chest of drawers but it's also like too little for like an abducted person you're buying for buying a person i would be insulted if like i got kidnapped and sold for only 10k yeah i feel like that'd be about the right price for me <laughs> listen bud you're worth 11k oh. minimum don't let anyone sell you for less. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, go ahead. I have a couple other things to get to read if you want. Or yeah, I wrote down. So he uh, outlined the the plan for communist takeover America. It's ten steps. Who did? Uh, uh, oh, Welch, Welch, the candy man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. You guys want to hear the plan? It's that's yeah. not very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> so one, the first step is to greatly expand government spending on defense and foreign aid, and be as wasteful as possible. <laughs> is that real? <laughs> yeah. And then number two was higher, and then much higher taxation. <laughs> 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 Number three was increasingly unbalanced budget. And then four, cool. wild inflation of our currency leading to rapid repudiation. He writes his manifesto the way my grandma like tweeted. He's like, taxes are high, too high, higher taxes. It's just like crazy, like not. This was at 58. This is like this guy's prime. Yeah, this is a Did, tweeting in real life. This is this is also like all Tea Party like ideology as well. Yeah. Right. Number Pretty five. Much. Government control of prices, wages, and materials supposedly to combat the inflation. Uh, six. Increase socialistic controls over everything. Operation of the economy. Seven is centralization of power in Washington. Eight is uh, the this one was kind of weird because it was uh, advance of federal aid and control over the education system, which 
seems like that would come earlier <laughs> the nationalization of everything yeah yeah i made it <laughs> yeah uh nine is the constant hammering into the american consciousness of the horrors of modern warfare and the beauties of peace wait so he was mad at that call of duty game I was like, they're just gonna... they're the just... left demonizes war and promotes peace yeah. okay and 10 is the willingness of Americans to allow government to appease and essentially surrender to the Kremlin. So also the John Birch Society was not just afraid of communism as an ideology. It was very much everything was controlled by the Kremlin. Like the communist slaves, the third of the world that was enslaved was enslaved directly by the Kremlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, oh, shit. This Which... is all, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Here's what I don't get about, I mean, I know I'm obvi obviously this is an unhinged thing, but if, you're a cons if your conspiracy hinges upon the organized power of another country coming to undermine your country, wouldn't it be counterintuitive to strengthen that country, like this, to centralize everything? Like, I think it would be much easier to undermine us if we were all still divided, localized governments than it would be to a centralized... Yeah. A lot of this, like, doesn't make any sense, but I, I don't know. One of the things that all of that has me thinking about is the fact that these guys were largely non-interventionist, like, as far as yeah. like, foreign policy is, is concerned. It's weird, like they're concerned with like uh, American tyranny, like overseas, but not necessarily like here as much. It feels like, uh, but I think that's where like Ron Paul gets his, I got his ideas. Like when he ran for president, you know, he was like, he was like, no, like the war is bad or whatever. We shouldn't be involved in. Yeah, right. And it is weird because they were like as non-interventionist as they claimed to be. They were very, like. They described the the truce in the Korean War as a shame. Like they're very much like, oh, the there's all these communist conspiracies everywhere. But it's weird that they're claiming not to be interventionists. Well, they literally yeah. are saying the world's being conquered simultaneously by communism. Yeah. So I I don't think they understand their own <laughs> position, <laughs> which is funny to me. <laughs> It's, I, it turns out when like a rich guy like gets Alzheimer's and shits his pants and goes crazy, like instead of just being like sent to a home to be taken care of, he like becomes the leader of a weird cult that he, affects us all for gathers, generations. He gathers, ten, <laughs> he gathers ten guys at his palace and they have a couple brewskis and talk about communism in their in It's their a timeshare in Florida. In their timeshare. <laughs> like listen, Fred Coke, you get the house every other month on weekends. I get it. <laughs> also, communism is bad, correct? Yes. <laughs> now Rizzo, or whatever the fuck your weird name is, don't go fucking tell the guy to write a book about like, a white ethno state. What was that guy's name from earlier in the episode? Pinocchio Rigatoni. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that fucking weird guy. You mean Revilo? <laughs> <laughs> I was closer. I called him. I called him Rizzo. You called him 
Tony Ravioli or something crazy. <laughs> Pinocchio Rigatoni. <laughs> That's my favorite Sopranos character. Hey, it's me, <laughs> Pinocchio Rigatoni. I think that's that's pretty much, uh, there's a lot of shit to go into on them, but like, I guess it's summation that like, I don't know, the grandfather of right-wing conspiracy bullshit, like QAnon and all that shit, Alex Jones, they all come from this. Yeah. Turns out it's all like Red Scare bullshit, like. Yeah, it's all just being terrified of. Also, it's a lot of like very thinly veiled anti-Semitism. Yes. <laughs> well, sometimes it's hard to tell that Jared Birch Society was scared of communists or if they were scared of Jews. Well, it's, those two terms were kind of interchangeable for some of those people too. Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't believe like, in the actual. They didn't believe in any of the things they were. T- oh, they believed in Jews being awful, but the communism thing was just like a way to excuse their weird like psychosis of being like they're trying to take everything from me it's like <laughs> yeah it's weird that these people have such violent reaction like now <laughs> now it's like worse than it was then in terms of like income inequality and like seattle just tried to be like hey jeff bezos give us like 40 percent of one penny on every dollar to help us combat homelessness and he's like no, fuck you. I'm going to hold your whole city hostage. <laughs> now he's a trillionaire. Uh, nice. He's a good guy. Like. Well, and Elon, Musk, <laughs> Elon Musk for sure would have been a John Berger or is one. Because I could see Elon Musk being like, this is a smart thing to think because he's already a insane maniac who's like, no one should yeah. have money but me. And then Bernie Sanders bullies him. Yeah. Oh, God, what a fucking. Actually, we should all have <laughs> Open your purse! <laughs> <laughs> and then Elon's like, I don't. How does Elon talk? He has a weird accent. Misa, Misa, Elon Musk! Is that how he's... <laughs> Misa said, Talk of Space! Waka Waka! Is that how Elon Musk sounds? Yeah, spot on. <laughs> Mm. You're well, also gonna buy a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> you got you have anything else about the John Birch Society before we? I think that's pretty much it. There. Oh, did, Kenny, did you find the thing about their uh, ritual to get in? I found uh, this no. weird thing about this ritual to get in. So uh, they have this like <laughs> ranch in California. This is real, by the way. They have this ranch in California <laughs> where they have like a weekend kind of seminar. Just, you know, going through the talking points, going over the book and stuff. And at the end of the weekend, they have a fire uh, ceremony inside this cave where they light a fire and everyone wears robes. And then they give you a gallon of uh, rat juice. And they go, you have 20 minutes to drink all this. And if you throw up, you're a communist. And so if you drink the rat juice and you don't vomit... (laughs) Or get pregnant with rad babies, then you get to live and be a John Bircher. If you vomit or get pregnant, then snip, snip, you cut your head off. (laughs) It's real. It's real. That's what they do. I read it on Google. (laughs) What were you going to say? 
thought you were going to say something. And he's just like muttering. Oh, who? Kenny? Kenny? Yeah, hey, I thought Kenny was going to say something. And he just went. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> All right. Ron, Ron Paul is just like stealing his voice. Yeah, Never gonna, have it again. He's going to become you, okay? Ron Paul almost slept with Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they hate communists. Cause, like, communists are Borat and they're trying to make us fuck them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's it for the Jonathan Birch Society. Um, yeah, they're crazy old men. Alex Jones is still super into him, which, I don't know. That guy's time has to be coming up in one way or another. Take that as you will. <laughs> it's not a threat. It's just something's going to happen to him. He's going to get go off the air, or Bernie Sanders is going to beat the shit out of him. Uh, but other than that, I don't think there's like a lot of like big personalities who are open birchers, right? Yeah. I think Rand Paul. They, Rand Paul. Yeah, yeah but everyone's like, this guy's a dipshit. <laughs> yeah. Like literally no one takes Rand Paul seriously. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, Hugh Jackman. What? <laughs> Wolverine? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, I'm just going to start that now. <laughs> Hello, mate. It's me. It's me, Hugh Jackman. I like the Joan Beck Society. I also like Patty Mills. Uh, the Flight of the Concord guys are John Burgess. <laughs> I can see it. Oh, Will Sasso is <laughs> John Burgess. <laughs> um, yeah, but you said Tucker Carlson, but Tucker Carlson could literally be any far-right group. I think like every far right group, like neo Nazis, the Proud Boys, are like Tucker's on our side. He could be like fifty different angry incel anti communist weirdo groups. Speaking of Tucker, he's oh sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say they all like just kind of grandfather the grandfather him into their movement because like they're like that's a smart guy, so we need a smart guy. Tucker Carlson's so racist, he just like transcends all their misunderstandings yeah. and they're like you are one of all of us isn't he like the heir to a chicken nugget magazine <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah. they just want to push his fucking nugget <laughs> money he was incels love nuggets they're just they love playing xbox and call each other uh, homos Tucker, tucker's time on tv is almost over so he might have to listen to his podcast soon is it a podcast Oh no, but he's gonna probably get one. I think his time on TV is just about Jesus Christ done because he just got named in some sexual harassment shit. Mm. Well, yeah, which is like the fiftieth time that's happened at Fox News. They want Tucker to run yeah. for president in twenty twenty four. I'd be into it, like you know, like it's some <laughs> <Whoa>. Democrats saying, <laughs> "Yeah, no, yeah," some Democrat just saying, "Like we need you know health care or whatever," and him just having like that weird like confused stupid <laughs> rat boy face that he has i want to see I'm, a debate I'm... i want bernie to run again if he's alive in 2024 <laughs> or just bernie and tucker carlson and during debates i just want to see bernie debate tucker carlson i'd be into it <laughs> tucker you're an idiot <laughs> it's me bernie <laughs> <Sanders>. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, 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 it's me, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. <laughs> All right, so this Tucker, episode's... Tucker, give me your chicken nugget money. <laughs> what the fuck? I can't do it. Give me, give me, chicken nugget. I'm Bernie Sanders. <laughs> that's his new, that's his new, cat, that's his uh, campaign slogan in 2020. Give me nuggets. Give me, give me, chicky nuggy. See, <laughs> <laughs> so imagine chicken nuggets are Medicare. We all want chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets for all. Tucker gave us chicken nuggets. All right, this episode's gone <laughs> off the rails. <laughs> That's uh, Bernie's platform. <laughs> We just need to redistribute uh, Tucker's nugget reserves to everybody. He lives in like a giant chicken nugget chicken house, like SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> He's like SpongeBob's house, but a chicken he nugget. He lives in a nugget under the sea, just a fucking soggy chicken nugget. Dresses Steven Crowder up as a snail. Dude, if your I name is Gary when you're, you're not. If on I was YouTube, living in a like. Soggy chicken nugget under the sea. I'd probably be a white supremacist too. Alex Jones. God would let this happen. Alex Jones is Patrick. Just this big <laughs> stupid asshole living under a rock. Rand Paul is Squidward for sure. <laughs> yeah, Rand Paul is Squidward instead of a clarinet. Just him trying to get an erection to a copy of the Fountainhead. <laughs> you ever read those books? I read, I read a little bit in high school because I, I was trying to fuck a girl. I read the entirety of Atlas Shrugged in high school, so. Oh, wow. Cool. Jesus Christ. It's a bad book, and also it ends with a weird octopus torture scene. Oh, nice. okay. Explain. Yeah, I don't know. At the, at the end of the book, there is like this weird, giant, mechanical octopus device. Okay. That's torturing somebody, and it's a... Uh, Really fucking weird and out of nowhere. Sounds like that belongs on OnlyFans.com. <laughs> I would watch I'm that. A... Hi, my name's Rand Paul, and this is my OnlyFans. <laughs> I just octopus fuck my asshole. <laughs> my safe this is word. just like in the Fountainhead. <laughs> my safe word is Birch. <laughs> what if I Rand just wrote a bunch of weird octopus porn? <laughs> 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 like right wingers are just super into it. Well. <laughs> It's like that. That's what that lady who sold that Hillary show to Hulu did. Oh Have you yeah, heard that? that looks fun. What is that show? They they bought the rights to the book Rodham, which is about Hillary if she never married Bill. But apparently, the book is like just her getting like just plowed by Bill Clinton like in fifty different Whoa. states. It's just like it's just like her not marrying Bill Clinton. And then just like running into him throughout her life and just Bill Clinton fucking the shit out of her. And they're like, this is powerful. Let's make this a Hulu original series. What <laughs> this the fuck? weird Hillary, Hillary and Bill porn. Let's make it into it. You know what the new series is called? Come Town. <laughs> Rodham Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hillary's for sure top. She for sure yeah. likes the peg bill. I mean, it tracks. Remember, Bill he was wearing a dress in that painting in that Epstein yeah. house. So. Oh, fuck. Well, what what? Are... Little preview. You gotta th- can you share your screen? Because I want to see this paint. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they showed us the paint, did they? Or do you have the paint? 
Uh, I think you can, you can like Google it. Just Google Bill Clinton dress. <laughs> yeah, Bill Clinton in a dress. <laughs> yeah. Do they have it? Let's see. Uh, I think I found it. I'll see if I can share my screen. How do you do that? What? <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein such a freak. <laughs> Didn't he also yeah, have, dude. like, weird human skulls on his wall or some shit? He had, like, some weird it. body part, like an ear or something. He had, like, a human ear on his wall or some crazy... I remember thinking of this whole thing is, like, Trump going, I wish that lady well, and QAnon's <laughs> like, ah, he's not a pedophile, why would you think? Like, they literally well, accuse everybody. He not only said pedophile. that, he's like, I wish, I wish, uh, I wish Ghislaine well. I know her well from being in Florida all the time. And they're like... <laughs> <laughs> literally all you have to do is say nothing if you're Donald Trump yeah. you literally just have to be like I don't never heard of Gislaine Gislaine Bislaine Maxwell I've never heard of her ah uh, who that lady that got me underage girls to fuck ah uh, fuck oh shit uh, yeah so um yeah we kind of uh got derailed a little bit but uh I, I found the painting Oh, that's nice. good. That's a good painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just found it as well. He's wearing that blue dress thing. Yeah. Shades of blue. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> let's see. Let's see this sexy pig. <laughs> He's a nice cast. Bill has some yams on. Painted that. <laughs> Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein painted that with his dick hole, dude. Steven Crowder's dad painted that for Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> that was his job. <laughs> Wait, I thought his dad was Jeffrey Epstein. He has multiple dads. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows. His mom uh, got fucked by all the the whole entourage of Epstein boys. What if what if HBO rebooted the show Entourage, but it was about Epstein and all of his friends? You think it would make Fucking money? Dope! I'd watch the show. <laughs> that show that sounds amazing. <laughs> there's there's probably gonna be one episode of Rodham where it's like they end up at his island or something. And she's like, I don't no know you. For me. <laughs> I've never met you before, Jeffrey. <laughs> this is very weird. <laughs> Let me be clear, I'm here to get plowed by Bill. <laughs> that, that is like a hilarious thing that they wrote, like, what's supposed to be like a feminist novel about, like, Hillary forging her own path. And, and the best thing they could come up with is her just getting fucked by Bill Clinton, like, a bunch of times. <laughs> Girl boss shit, baby. There's <laughs> still not really too many people that are like, Ride or die for Hillary Clinton. It's the worst. It's not good. We we should do an episode on those people um, soon. But uh, as far as yeah, this episode goes, I think we've gone on too long. <laughs> um, oh, I, I thought it ended. <laughs> no, <laughs> still going. Uh, all right, yeah. This has been the Spin Doctors podcast. Thanks for listening. You can rate and subscribe on Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Otherwise, you're a communist. Instagram, Facebook, all of them. You can go Never on mind. all of them. You can get an account and look at pictures. 
if you want. We're not on it though, so just <laughs> do a Google image search of Epstein accusations. You'll find us. Yeah, we're, we're we make all of them. All right. Until next time. Goodbye for ever. feeling sad and kind of blue I didn't know what I was gonna do the communists was a coming around they were in the air on on the ground they were all